Hey, what's up? This is Tia. Hey, loves. It's me, Val. And thank you for joining us for another cup-filling episode of Crown Chronicles. Although many times a queen's crown may slip, only together can we bear the weight that comes along with wearing it. So join us as we indulge in life-changing conversations, respecting the healing journey and the path each one of us travels in obtaining complete fullness, peace, and joy. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to another cup-filling episode of Crown Chronicles. I got my cup today. Girl, I know. I was thinking about that too before. Um, I was like, okay, do I need to make some tea or just water? But I was like, I'll just stick to water. I, I ran out of time. Yeah. I what kind of tea you sipping? Um, just some lemon ginger. That's always the biotics. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. You put two bags in there? No, I just did one because I only have like two left. So I needed to last. So I just did No, nah, for sure. I yeah, feel so you. I just did one, but yeah. Just um, thank you, sister. You look so beautiful. Thank you, do too. I'm, today is better. You know, yesterday was not a good day. She's crazy, y'all. She nuts. I was on my cycle and so. You know, I was just very emotional, very upset. I mean, every emotion <laughs> that there was to feel. I was, was tired. I was tired. I was hungry. Angry, yeah, all of that. But um, today is better. And yeah, so hey, I'm drinking my tea. We're not drinking alcohol because we're fasting. Yeah. What day is it? We're eight days into our fast. Yeah. Yeah. So fast looks different for everybody. Yeah. Um, there's things that I'm doing slightly different than T and things that she's doing slightly different than me. So um we did. We both started our fast on February first. And <laughs> wait. No, I just want to tell him how it started. So um I took a fast because I knew I needed it. And to be honest, this is probably like the second time in my whole life that I've done a spiritual fast. And um, so it's all new, right? It's still really new for me. And finding my shush, like what what works for me, what doesn't. So in the beginning, and I think Tia had mentioned this too last week. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I ain't going to, you know, I'll probably just eat at night. I'm not going to do no social media. I'm not going to, you know, really be on the phone for real. I'm not going to, you know, all these things. I ain't going to, baby. Day one. That food. Woo. I said, you know what? So Tia actually called me day one or day two. Day. That was day one. I said, let's see. I said, me and God, we had a conversation. We had a good talk this morning. <laughs> we had a really good talk. And he told me, baby girl, listen, go ahead and eat them tacos. Like, I know you hungry. You don't have to do all that. You ain't got to do all that. We 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 going to slow, we going to slow road this. Okay. Nice. I said, okay, thank you, God. I just, you know, just his understanding and his patience with me. Um, 
I'm just very appreciative. <laughs> Girl, can listen. I ain't never been so hungry. <laughs> like that is the devil. I usually don't even eat y'all till later in the day. No way. I don't know why at nine o'clock in the morning. I was extremely hungry. <laughs> it's a mental thing. It's because you all, you know, you like, I can't. I know my mom was getting over, baby. You ain't gotta tell me. I know my mom was getting over and it won. Not really because God told me it was cool. Yeah, for so sure. It, so it, it, going into it, I did say, okay, for seven days, I'm not going to eat during the day while the sun is up. Um, I'll stay off of social media, limit my time on the phone, um, no alcohol. And so since I didn't stick with the food thing, um, my fast consists of no social media for the month of February um no leisure drinking so during the seven days i didn't drink and i'm not drinking just because i'm cooking dinner y'all like usually i would have a glass of wine or champagne just because i'm cooking dinner or just because it's the weekend and i'm up cleaning and i'm making mimosas and whatever like none of that um but i am bye baby text me when you make it okay sorry y'all is on her way out to practice but um I will enjoy this weekend, it's Super Bowl weekend here in Phoenix, and my Chiefs is playing Go KC. And um, when I go to Vegas at the end of the month, but yeah, this you know, but it's been good so far. Like I don't miss social media, which was really really good, which was really really good. Even limiting time on the phones, I had some revelations about you know the time I spend on the phone with family and friends. So. Mm-hmm. Good stuff for me. Yeah, that food, but, but I have been love. making healthier options. I juiced you? a whole okay. bunch of shit. Really? And got like, did you like it? Two drinks. <laughs> like, got like two days worth of juice. Really? Not like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like just a lunch juice for that day and a lunch juice for the next day. <laughs> Like, where the rest of my juice at, bro? Like, I did all this money I done spent on these fruits and vegetables, and this is all you giving me. But it was fire. It was good. Mm. Bubba loved it. The kids loved it. TJ was like, You could sell this. You got to pay me a lot of money because that was a lot of fruits and vegetables for this. Was little it? So, what did you use? So, did you use frozen, fresh? Fresh. So, it was all fresh. I used a whole pineapple, I used two apples two lemons maybe three lemons Mm -hmm. um two cucumbers two celery spinach kale and Mm -hmm. uh ginger this was like a little recipe or something that you were following or you Mm -hmm. just i found it and then i added a couple extra things in there too okay but it was really good i was really upset that um it was gone. Like, that's all I had. I'm like, I got to do all this all over again. <laughs> Baby, I felt like I prepped a whole week's worth of food. Mm-hmm. And I just oh too much. Now, next time, go and get the frozen fruit out of Walmart. And that's, that works. See how it goes. And that works. When I say that works just as well, and it's cheaper, especially since you're starting off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's just an, an uh, um, what did I say? What was I going to say? That's just like a, an option, you know? Yeah. What I mean? 
depending on what you want to do but yeah I I get my frozen fruit out of from the you know the freezer section at Walmart or whatever Mm -hmm. and then I may add though like you know fresh spinach and fresh kale Mm -hmm. of course I I won't I don't like using frozen spinach and kale and stuff but I do use their frozen fruits and Mm -hmm. it's really really good and I may add like honey you know or nuts and stuff to it Mm -hmm. like fresh um, nuts and things but yeah it works just yeah just, uh, like yeah I know we've done that more cost effective we've done that like with the blender with the ninja yeah. where we because Asia loves to like make smoothies and stuff like that we definitely mm-hmm. use frozen mm-hmm. but I really wanted I really wanted fresh fruits and vegetables and like I wanted to use my new toy, the juicer. Oh yeah, you did. I forgot. It was you the juicer. It wasn't the blender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So uh that's right. That makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. For everything I just said. <laughs> no, nah, but for real now, I get it. Right. The frozen stuff, but I was so excited to use my new juicer and get all these fresh nutrients in me. And, and Bubba liked it too loved it it's good for her and i've been you know i've been eating my lettuce wraps for uh lunch and look at you i smashed it with a little bit of avocado on there i ground up some turkey put it in butter lettuce is my favorite lettuce Mm -hmm. put in my butter lettuce my ground up turkey um a slice of avocado with some hot sauce oh i didn't very good that sounds good yeah, so I didn't get my, my eating, even though I didn't cut it out during the day. But, but it's okay. Yeah, you're still eating healthy. That's what matters. How's your fast being? It's been good. Um, I still haven't done alcohol, still haven't been on social media, uh, still haven't eaten red meat. Um, I'm not really a ground beef person. Like I've been cooking like my spaghetti and chili and stuff like that with ground turkey here lately. Mm-hmm. But a girl likes a good steak, mm. um, but I haven't had red meat. Um, what else haven't I done? I pretty much have stuck to everything except for um, the caffeine. So I was supposed to do coffee every other day. Um, okay. So far, though, this week... So today and yesterday, I didn't have caffeine at all. And I realized I do need to um, stop drinking so much coffee. Like, it's it's too much. I'm starting, I can feel when I've had way too much caffeine. And so I'm like, okay, that's the only thing that was hard for me to just switch from. But for the last two days, I had no caffeine. So um, that's something that I really want to be very mindful of as far as my caffeine intake. But I haven't had any sodas and things like that. So... Um, that's been good. It's so funny you talk about social media because today I realized um I just it just dawned on me like I am not craving to get on there and see what's going on, like how quickly we pick up our phones and just mm-hmm. get on social media and have nothing to do. Um this week, like maybe the first few days, I may have grabbed my phone and been like, oh, you know, like thought about it, like, okay, I can't. But the last few days have been very easy. Like, I haven't even thought about it. I haven't thought about clicking on the app or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just showing me that 
those moments that we spend doing that, I could really be doing something else, like something more intentional and more productive, not saying, oh, I'm never getting back on social media. No, but it's just showing me like, wow, those little minutes that I spend where I may think I'm just going to go in there for a high second. Next thing you know, I've been on there for <laughs> Girl, listen. You know. Doing baby alone. Right. Yeah, just okay, going. so. Yeah, so um, that's been good. Uh, my time with God has definitely increased um, throughout this time because that was my purpose. That was my point. Like, I wanted to make sure I was more intentional with my conversations and my time with God. So I've definitely um, been talking to him more. Um, I feel like the last two mornings, but more so this morning, I really feel like he woke me up out of my sleep. Like he needed to talk to me. And at first I was like wrestling back and forth, trying to go back to sleep. And I just could not understand why I couldn't. But then I realized, okay, maybe he's trying to talk to me. So let me be still and let me get out of my head. And I did, I started talking to him and I mean, my day, I feel like that's more now I know for sure that's why my day today was a much better day because I started my morning talking having an actual conversation with him versus just waking up and praying and thanking him for the day and claiming my day like we were literally having a conversation so I know that's why my day was better today so yeah the fast is going well now am I excited about having a drink on March 1st yeah <laughs> I love a good lemon drop. I can't Girl, we know, honey. <laughs> I can't wait. But am I just like craving it? No, but I did realize in moments where I felt a little like something stressful may have been going on, I would be like, oh my God, I wish I could drink. Oh, I wish mm -hmm. I, you know, like, oh, I want to drink. But as I've been praying, asking God to help me with that. And you even gave me some good advice yesterday when you were saying like, moments where I feel like that or I'm getting angry or tense like those are the times when I need to go to God mm -hmm. so yeah I, I'm enjoying my tea and I feel <laughs> good. I'm happy that's good friend and you know what I was telling um Janae that yesterday as well like the first few days of my fast I had a hard time sleeping now, mind you, y'all, this is something I've been saying for weeks is I need to get up early. I need, to, if I could just get up early, I could, oh, I could do this. I could do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I already know how amazing my life could be if I was to get up yeah, at sure. like five. Five is the ideal number for me. If I was able to get up at five, I could make it to the gym, be back by like 630, mm -hmm. girl, before the, possibly cook my my kids breakfast every once in a while how great would that be <laughs> haven't mm -hmm. done that since they was real little um i can already have a few hours of work in before butt butt wakes up like it just could be so great and i know god listen me and god have been talking about it and so for the first few, da few days of my fast i had a hard time sleeping and i know it was mm. because god was calling me to get up and talk with him not mm -hmm. at five sometimes it's three two i just it yeah. wasn't i didn't get a good rim sleep i was like still thinking i was still conscious kind of mm -hmm. in my sleep mm -hmm. you know um and i know it was god god was calling me to go girl we're, we're working on it and the crazy thing is friend literally um I know what it, man, God is so great. He's just so amazing. So I know it was him calling me, but my butt, it's like my my body is trained that 
it wakes up when the sun wakes up. Mm. So while it's still dark, my body is asleep. It's sleep. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've never, I've never been a morning person. Y'all have never been a fan of being woken up by alarms. So since I've been home and I, I can make my own schedule, I rise when the sun rise, you know? Mm-hmm. And so undoing that is definitely going to take a, take some time. Um, but even if I just start waking up an hour earlier, just yeah. one, instead of waking up at nine, we waking up at eight today. And then go to seven and eventually, hopefully I'll be able to get my booty up at, at five. But mm-hmm. yesterday I, I've been reading scripture, right. For the day, like mm-hmm. Proverbs for whatever day it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so day six, I read it and there was a scripture in there and I, and I made, and I saved it and I put it in my notepad. Like you friend. Okay, look at you. Um, but it talks about that's, oh, it was day seven. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. And so I just, because we literally, God was, we were literally just talking about that the day before. I was having a conversation with him about it. And it just so happened to be in Proverbs um, 7. And so it just be little things like that that be coming to me or a couple times and I just love it mm-hmm. I just love it I just like okay God I hear you, you I hear you right I'm taking notes physically now I remember I said I wanted to journal with my family yeah, yeah. friend listen like, you have you me. are you are amazing I'm oh, just at the end of the day I think what I've come to realize is that journaling just isn't my thing like it's it's hard for me to take it's just not my thing but what is my thing is I've been doing verbal journals with Mm. voice memos okay because I do like to talk my stuff out right versus sitting and writing it out so um like I said, the first few days, I had a hard time sleeping. Day three, I did my first voice journal. Mm-hmm. And um, I slept so well did? that night. You did? Okay. That's I slept so well that night. It did. It felt good. I did it at nighttime where I took time to just kind of reflect on my day and what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember that day I was feeling very irritable, specifically with my husband. And... um just certain things that I had watched that I had, it was just so good. It was mm-hmm. and then when I woke up and I, the next morning and I prayed and I read my scripture, it tied in to mm-hmm. what I finished mm-hmm. my night with, with the things that I was speaking in my voice memo. And so oh, I enjoyed yeah. that a little bit more. Yes. I see. You just found what worked for you, but mm-hmm. you're still getting it out. Out. That's so good. I got it out of my mind, and yeah. and that's why I feel like I was able to rest a little bit better. For sure. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. I yeah. feel like such a proud mom. I'm so happy. Girl, you're so silly. So you found something that works for you, and that's all that matters. That's yeah, and writing is still good. I need to. Like, before I started my fast, I did write. I did yeah. write, you know, um, my intentions for the fast, what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. To get out of it and um just putting it on paper so i did do mm-hmm. that but doing it day to day i think was a little struggle for me yeah a little struggle yeah i get it that's good overall i'm happy to hear that i'm so happy yeah so excited for you um uh, but let's kind of 
switch gears. Okay. So the topic that I wanted to discuss today was uh, the difference between an attraction versus a connection, right? That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... we gonna let you start so what okay so for one <laughs> this is very what's the word for it? like it's everybody's gonna have their own opinion their own definition of what it looks like for them so this is strictly about to be just my opinion and my view on it um off top I feel like of course um let me say this Without a connection, there's no attraction for me personally. And what I mean by that is, for example, I'm, if I meet someone, if I, let's just say I meet a guy, we have to connect mentally. Like first, like, well, of course, first, if I see you, you're going to be somewhat attractive, attractive to me in order for me to talk to you. Like, that's just, I'm sorry. That's just how my mind works. However... I'm not sold on the attraction. I'm not sold on what you look like, what you appear to be. What gets me is the connection that we start to make mentally. What gets me is the conversation. So to me, that is a connection. Then it starts to develop once you start talking to someone, picking their brain, discussing, um, you know, your spirituality, like that's building a connection. To me, words build a connection. You can be attracted to someone physically, but have absolutely nothing in common, nothing to talk about. Like you can totally dislike who they are as a person, but the exterior is what attracts you to them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's just like a brief summary. That's not me going in too deep, but that's just my feelings on it. Like and a connection to me is also one that for me is is felt um it's felt inward it's felt inside mentally like i know that i'm attracted to someone when they mentally have like made something go off in my head cuz i'm such a talker and i'm such a I want to get to the root of it. I want to know mm-hmm. who you are. Like, okay, so you act like this because of this. So then what why did this happen? And I'm just that person. I'ma dig stuff out of you. Yeah. Let me dig it out of you and you're giving it to me. Like we digging together and we you letting it come out. Now I'm attracted to you. For sure. Because when I first saw you, you may have been like, oh, okay, yeah, you're nice looking. But I probably noticed, I could notice that. You're not that tall. You are losing hair. I can notice so many different things that to the next person, they'll be like, oh, no, I can't take it. But because we started talking and connecting, Mm -hmm. all of those imperfections and flaws that are on the exterior that someone else may look past and look over because it's like not appealing, those actually start to become even more attractive to me. Mm -hmm. Like you start to become so beautiful to me uh-huh. when I really get to know the person inside and we start to form a true connection now here's the thing with that though I cannot connect with everybody I don't care how much we could talk 
for days. Like mm-hmm. we could be talk, having some good conversation. You telling me all about your childhood, how you grew up, everything. Like I could know your life story. A connection though is one to me that's almost, it's felt spiritually. I feel like a connection, the connection that I've had before, I feel like with a person, I would be sitting doing nothing or working or whatever. And I could feel them, like feel them in my spirit. Like we're about to talk, they're about to call me or I'm about to see them and it will actually happen. Like Mm -hmm. my phone will ring and it's them or I'm out and about and I see you. Like to me, those are true connections. Like when Mm -hmm. you're almost vibing off of the same frequency with a person, Mm -hmm. when you can finish their conversation, like their thoughts and their sentences, when you're just, and sync mentally like that's a connection to me like when you don't you can say absolutely nothing but just your presence or your energy alone tells them what they need to know regardless of what that mood is they can read you they feel it like they can feel when you're upset you may not even be around each other and you can since something's off with that person, God will place that person on your heart and on your spirit. To me, those are true connections. Yeah. So when you have brought up the, so when I think of attraction versus connection, I think for me, um, attraction is just the physical. Mm-hmm. Like it's the first glance. Um, it's just, it's more so a physical thing. Yeah. I'm attracted. Yeah. You're my type physically. Yeah. Um, but I think once we pair, if the attraction is there and then we pair it with shared morals, shared values, then a connection happens. Right. Mm -hmm. And so... I could definitely find you attractive and not want to fuck with you. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. And not want to fuck with you and, and not have a connection, not be any chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because a connection is that you're tied in. So I was going to read the definition, but Mm -hmm. connection there is, you become intertwined whether it's emotionally, um, emotionally, many times, spiritually, uh, your, your core values and morals begin to interlap, Mm -hmm. um, or are the same. Mm -hmm. That's where connection, real connection starts happening. But I was going to, uh, my friend had mentioned Janae yesterday, Mm-hmm. Um, the word twin flame. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Have you heard of that? I've heard people that's becoming like really popular, and I feel like people are starting to use that term a lot lately. And yeah, it's yeah, I've heard that for sure. So that honestly was like one of my very first times hearing Ooh. it. Twin. I know I've heard it before, um, but it was just crazy that this top the topic for today was mm-hmm. that. And so while you was talking, I just I looked up twin flame because <laughs> what man? 
What is this one? Okay, so what is a twin flame? Twin flames, also called mirror souls, are terms used to describe a relationship ideology rooted in new age spiritualism. Um, where was it? When two souls are split in two or two people are mirror images of each other, this results in an instant connection when twin flames meet. There's little scientific evidence for ten twin flame relationships, although some psych psychologists argue the phenomenon is real. Like your true soulmate, like you meet the person that was like created for you. And it's an instant connection. So it made me think about um, when she said that we, we were having a conversation about the Pamela Anderson documentary. I had watched it and um, we were talking about it. And so she mentioned Twin Flame and there's tons of footage of them just interacting back in the day, you know, Damn with me. Pamela and who? Uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Lee. Um, she has two sons by him and just watching their footage the connection the connection they shared i do believe not very many people may experience in life it was one of the ones that you just just looking at it it was the passion it was so unapologetic it was so forgiving so accepting so like it was beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm saying the way they could just be free, the way that you could, they really could just be themselves with each mm -hmm. other. Um, that type of connection, she makes a statement at the end and she talks about how a lot of her relationships has failed because she, she believes that um, she's never gotten over the fact that she was able to make it work with her son's father. And, um, that that was really the love of her lifetime. But she also understood she couldn't be with him either. She's like, but I can't be with him. And oh, so man. I think that's interesting. Uh-huh. Very interesting. So with that being said, um, I don't know how to pose this question. So do you believe, so you believe that there's only one, you only have one soulmate. I don't believe, I don't, I don't know, friend. Honestly, I'm not saying, I don't know. But yeah. I know that those type of connections are so hard to come by. And if you ever get the pleasure of experiencing that love in your life, it's like a crackhead, right? That goes in, no, I'm sorry. It's like, it's like your first. Your first high is the yeah. highest you get. And then after yeah. that, you stay chasing it, right? Yeah. So that type of love or connection that you get, and if that doesn't, you know, if you go separate ways, you'll forever chase that same type of feeling. And you'll always compare your interactions or your connections with that level of connection. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you experience again, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's some people that probably thought like, I thought I would never, never find love like this yeah. again. So you hear it, but um, I think it's extremely difficult. Um, yeah, I think it is. And I think that when some, I think some people 
can't accept. Um, for some people, it's, it's harder for some than others. I'll say that when they do find a connection like that, and like she said, she knew that they could not be together. Like she, that they just can't. I think for some people, when they have to come to that realization that that person that makes them feel that way, that they can't be together. Some people, like you said, they go out and they try to replace that. And then they wonder why they're so like unhappy. And it's like, because you have to come to terms with the fact that that was maybe a once in a lifetime. Yeah connection like you're it's just that and it was only right for there. that moment well, yes like just what? for that moment what? I can't have that for my whole entire life what kind of life is it? you know what I'm saying yeah but yeah and that it was only for that moment she of that though um those can to me that's you said something like as far as like how you can see like how people vibe and like you could just see the the chemistry that's another way to me that I know a connection versus just an attraction because yeah it's like you you feel it it's so it's not forced like you said it's so organic and it just happens so easily like you can just talk about anything you can be your complete self like I don't know. It's just a different. It's different. It's just I can't even put it. And it, it's it is. It's hard to, to put it. in words. Absolutely. Because yes. even like, describing them, it took me a few days to come up with these words. Because when I first yeah. talked about it, it was like I just I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But you can clearly see that, and others will feel it. And they will feel it yeah. when it's that level of connection, and not and and not to say that you don't connect with other people there, but no. I do believe there's different levels of connections as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, but whew, that type of connection, baby. I've seen people have connections with people, and that didn't work out. Now these people are together and you it's still a like you can still tell that they love each other you know like they still have an amazing relationship but for example like the um even though I know it's a show and it's it's you know made up or whatever but still it depicts real life what did I just say Georgia and Jenny is that the name uh-huh. of it Jenny how Georgia, Jenny and Georgia like yeah how Georgia um has such good chemistry with Zion Jenny's dad however like the daughter said they just can it just is not it's not going to work and it's it's something though because then when Georgia gets remarried you could tell she did she truly loved that Paul I think that was his name she loved him and he loved her and what they had was beautiful to me like I love the way he loved her I love the way she finally opened up and trusted somebody to like tell her okay this is truly who I am these are the things that I've done this is what Mm -hmm. makes me a bad person in my mind that was so beautiful but it was just still something so different the connection was just so different from what Mm -hmm. she had with her daughter's uh father Mm -hmm. so yeah it's I don't know interesting it's very interesting it's very interesting but it's also such a blessing like you said though to just be able to experience it so even if you don't experience it on that level again, just knowing that you know how that feels and what it feels mm-hmm. like, 
But then it's also kind of scary too, right? Because then you may feel for some people, like if it doesn't feel like this, then it's, is it right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I don't have these feelings and this connection, is this where I'm supposed to is be? Is it really a connection? Is this real? Like, is this Do really I it? really love this person? Do it starts I, to get yeah, yeah, a question. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you start to question so much, but. And I think too, with connections like that, um, there's such a thin line because mm-hmm. it is so strong. If it's not managed well, <laughs> it be it can become very toxic and very, very toxic. dangerous because it is so strong and it has mm-hmm. such a hold, such a grip. And ooh, especially if it's two people who aren't healed. Two people Ooh. who aren't emotionally Girl. mature yet. And that, oh, listen, let me tell you something. That's, baby, that's disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> disaster that's waiting to happen. And I think, and then that's why you can't be together. And then at that point, okay. years go on, and now you're mm-hmm. not that person. Now you are healed. Now you are emotionally mature. This individual is emotionally okay. mature, but so much has been done. So much has been said that there's kind of like no going back. You know what I'm saying? Because I I pose the question, like, how does that happen? How can you have such a strong connection, but yet be like, but I just know I could never be with them. But I see now just kind of talking myself through it. It's like, it's such a thin line. It is. And you have to be careful. Very careful. Um, Yeah, and maybe that's why it's only supposed to that's okay. why sometimes it only lasts for a moment because your ass will fuck around an OD on that shit. <laughs> you hear me? Like, yeah. Folks be going for cocoa puffs. Right. Going straight crazy, but yeah. Mm. I don't know. So basically, to sum it up, then just that we all can agree that. Of course, the attraction is what you see. It's what it's what your eyes catch. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a person that likes tall, short, light, brown, dark, whatever, it's what you see. It's what you prefer on the outside. What that person looks like, and the connection has more to do with um, internal. Mm-hmm. Everything internal, because like you said. Mm-hmm. I I know some attractive people, okay? Very attractive. Mm-hmm. Everything is so much about you that makes you attractive. Mm-hmm. And you're blocked or I don't like you. You <laughs> okay. know what I mean? Like, don't call me. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Like, you have absolutely nothing to talk about. Like, you're a horrible person. You know, yeah. like, conversation sucks. Oh my gosh, that is the worst. That like, is. That's ugh. so disappointing. I, yes, that is the worst, though. Yeah, no, that doesn't, that do, that's not enough for me. That's not enough. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to have to watch that though. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. I'm, I'm interested to, to see what you, yeah. Cause she's experienced love after, but never. She said right. it, she was like, I know my husband's probably going to give me shit for this, but she was talking to her son and she was like, I don't think I've ever loved anyone as much as I've ever loved your dad. Wow. And they got married after four days of knowing each other. Wow. 
And they were married for a decent amount of time, too. Well, I didn't know all of it. I meant to watch it. That's so good. Four days after knowing each other. I feel... Mm, let me shut up. And it was crazy because I had just... I had asked myself about her not too long mm-hmm. ago. Like, I wonder whatever happened to Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I did. I don't know what made me think of her. Um... But I did. And then here comes a documentary and I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk, as always. I love you, sister. I love you more. All right, y'all. We're yeah. going to go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Any? Yeah, I was just going to say, we just have a few more weeks left in this month. So, we'll be back on camera soon. <laughs> <laughs> It had absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about. It was just in my head, like, three more weeks? Uh, no. No, I'm okay, though. I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry about me at all. I'm okay. I promise. Her ass is crazy. <laughs> I'm going to send the police over there do a well check. A wellness check? <laughs> a wellness check. Girl. Mm, we love y'all, man. We love y'all. And uh, we will talk to y'all next week. Oh, don't forget. Y'all know where to reach us, interact. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Go ahead, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. Um, And we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.